can you just quickly, uh, please just quickly introduce yourself um, and then also introduce your agencies, um, Heidi, and, and talk about the digital marketing services or the content marketing services your agencies are providing to your clients um, these days? Absolutely. Um, my name is Heidi Brown. I'm uh, a marketing director at the Winders Group. Uh, we specialize in health tech, martech, ad tech companies um, and growing those small to medium sized companies into bigger, uh, more uh, larger, uh, more powerful companies. So uh, with the Winders Group was formed, I believe in 2018. And since then, we have tripled our, our agency size and um, are continuing to service clients um, that we started out with. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, started from, uh, you say, 2018. Um, mm -hmm. And, and since then, um, you guys essentially has been growing. Um, yourself and also helping your clients to grow through um, what kind, uh, can you also talk a little bit about the, the specific kind of like uh, um, services that you are helping your clients um, are you like more doing strategies uh, marketing strategies for them are you more like a day-to-day -day, um, management and measuring and all of that um, we um we, when we're brought into a company, we do everything from the initial consulting, the initial strategy and branding framework, all of that, that foundational mm -hmm. stuff to the day-to-day -day marketing, mm -hmm. PR, digital marketing, content marketing, all of it wrapped into one. So essentially we become the marketing team from the executive level all the way down to the, the foundational copywriters and coordinators and um, are actually decentralized. So as companies grow, we will bring on higher level specialists for SEO if, if the need arises. Awesome. Okay. Wow. Um, and so, um, so, so, um, can you also share with us, um, your, I guess, uh, my next question is share with us, um, Heidi, some of the process, um, processes you have for bringing the most value to your clients. Um, for example, if they seek your help and things like that, what is the very first thing you do with your clients? Uh, you know, the funny thing about these these small, you know, these young tech companies mm -hmm. is that a lot of times they don't really, I mean, they, they kind of know how to verbalize what they're doing, but they don't really know. And more importantly, they tend to pussyfoot around, you know, positioning themselves because they don't want to close off any options. But the problem there is that they then don't really have a point of view. And it's not clear to anybody publicly who they are um, trying to go out and get, right? Who their clients are, what their purpose is. And so trying to nail that first piece down goes a really long way into making much more effective marketing. Um, 
really being able to verbalize, especially when you're working with a SaaS company, uh, really being able to verbalize the uh, the service and the benefit that that company is providing is, can be incredibly difficult. Um, and then building thoughtful and consumable content to go with it um, is also quite a challenge, um, especially on the initial um, side of things. Wow, um, that's well said. Yeah, that's well said. Um, how do you help them to, like you said, verbalize that? Because um, a lot of time they even change in their directions. Um, sometimes they're testing out different things and then they, mm. like they, they, they probably might, they probably want to be everything for everyone. Um, how, how did you help them to essentially um, have that message become really clear and speak to a very specific target audience? Uh, yeah, well, that's exactly right. Um, most small and medium-sized startups, especially tech startups, tend to try to be everything for everyone. And they just don't want to say no to a sale, which is right. realistically the foundation of their issue. Um, mm. Unfortunately, though, what they don't realize is they are foregoing sales because their positioning is so squishy and so nebulous. And so if they you know, commit to a position, a target, an audience, they can do much, much more Uh, than being in this unknown space where they don't want to say no to anybody and really aren't, don't have a clear branding or clear position. So that piece is step one. I, I thought this is really helpful um, for those who are watching or listening. If you are doing tech, especially tech startups, SaaS startups, Um, you gotta you gotta listen to this. You gotta hear what Haiti has to say about it because um, this is so helpful. Um, it's not easy to really let go of that, right? Especially when you start up and um, if somebody wants to buy it, you can't stop yourself. Um, so so you come in um, and you helping them verbalize their messaging very clear, define a target audience, and really. Um, create a strategy around that, how to get the content out there consistent. Um, so can you also talk a little bit about some of the bad practices um, for this specific group of um, tech companies, um, small, medium-sized tech companies? What are some of the bad practices that they can apply um, when they say first launch? When they first launch? Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, Most of the time, most of the time we, um, speaking of positioning, <laughs> uh, most of the time we actually do not um, come in on like the initial, initial launch. Um, most of the SaaS companies that we uh, start working with are usually um, into it a couple years and have somewhat defined themselves. Um, mm -hmm. That's not a rule, but that's generally the case. Um, a lot of that probably is driven by marketing budget, to be honest. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, startups just have to be much more lean. Um, but a couple of the best practices, uh, you know, that 
I think um, are, are hard to follow are, you know, walk before you run. Like, don't, you know, don't try to launch into this massive marketing plan before you even have the basics down. Um, you know, nail down your branding, nail down your basic marketing channels, your email marketing, your social. It doesn't have to be this wildly, you know, complex social calendar. And it doesn't have to be wildly complex social posts, but define it, like create a persona, but not just for the sake of creating a persona and jumping through those hoops, like be that person. Um, on LinkedIn, for example, I see perfectly mature companies going out with social media posts. And a lot of these, I don't, I think it's probably mainly SaaS companies. Um, that's why I paid attention to, so who knows? Uh, but they, they come out with these social posts that are very stiff. And frankly, it's like they forgot it's a social platform and not PR web. Um, it people, if you look at the metrics and the reactions and the engagement levels, um, it is very, very clear to see that any, any post that has a little bit more of a soul, a little bit more of a persona gets a lot more action. Great example. So let's say you've got this press release going out, right? Um, you've done this amazing thing. You've, you know, launched this great new product. Wonderful. Right. Mm -hmm. And then your social share copy that goes with that press release is essentially regurgitation of the press release. You're, you're sharing the key stats and, you know, maybe a quote, right. That kind of social share copy will do a lot less for you than something as simple as saying, Ooh, feeling pretty proud, you know, we're super excited as a company to, you know, have done all of this stuff, like really giving it a more human aspect. Um, that, I, I, that gets a lot more engagement because that's what people are looking for. And um, I think that there are a lot of companies out there that are scared to have that kind of personality. Um, because the, it's, it's very, you know, it's an honest and fair thing. They're scared of failure. They're scared of angering anybody or turning somebody off. Um, and they, they forget that a social channel is at its base, a social channel. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Heidi. And um, I guess my next question for you is, um, but working with many writers and marketers, um, mm -hmm. what do you see that some writers or most writers miss in their process that would make their content or, or their message more effective? Oh boy. Uh, you know, my biggest pet peeve with uh, copy when it comes, comes, makes its way onto my desk is that it isn't, clear. It should have a very clear process. It's kind of like once copywriters get um, more mature and further on in their, in their careers, they forget the very, very basics. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately it translates to a weaker content piece. Um, having really that foundational structure in the content, that very logical flow um, nailed down can not only 
shorten the content piece, which in my mind makes it more powerful um, and uh, more clearly communicate it to the audience. Hmm. Awesome. And um, for, for those who are, um, say, tech startup, um, SaaS mm -hmm. startups, mm -hmm. what would you, what would your advice be for them to really um, do content marketing and, and positioning uh, branding? Like, what are some of the bad practices or your advice for them to do it right? Let's say if they don't have a big budget, they can't afford to um, go through a, a professional agencies and things like that yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think most tech startups, when they first start out, have a pretty good idea uh, who they want to be, who they want to sell to. And it's actually as they grow that they lose track of some of that. Um, staying true to that um, can be an incredibly powerful thing. Um, a great example that comes to mind is actually MailChimp of all SaaS companies out there. Um, you know, they maintained from day one that they were for the little guy. And they never, they never had a problem putting forward the message that that was their target customer, that's who they were designed for, and they were going to do everything they could for their customer. They were not going after the big companies. And um, that can be a very powerful thing that can resonate. I think that a lot of customers want to feel like what they're buying was specifically made for them. Mm -hmm. And it can absolutely increase conversion rates um, when it really comes down to it. Awesome. Wow. Um, thanks so much for your time and your insights and all the advice that you shared today, Heidi. Um, it's been really mm -hmm. helpful. It was great talking to you.